Welcome to them Aspergers. I mean, why are you doing a dance? No one can see a dance. You know, this is a podcast. Yeah. Do you know how podcasts work? I was just trying to throw you off. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> you just look like a squirrel <laughs> at a rave. <laughs> squirrel? At a rave. It was a weird dance. I look nothing like a squirrel. You did like a curved hand thing. Yeah, that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we are back again. For, Guess who's back? No, for another episode. <laughs> um, this week we have, even though I think at the end of last week we said that what we're going to do is I was going to think of a topic, you're going to think of a topic, and then the best topic wins. Hmm. Loads of other people have come up with topics instead. So we've decided that for the next three episodes... Three or four, yeah. Yeah, we're going to just cover the things that people have asked us to talk about because we liked them. Um, The one I wanted to do this week was the first suggestion, which was things that we've learnt um, or had to teach ourselves that NT people just instinctively know to do. Um, And I really like that idea. And uh, on our Facebook page, those of you that are on there and following it, I actually wrote, I like that idea. <laughs> but then when it came to doing it, I realized that that's a way more complicated thing than I realized because there's some stuff that I obviously taught myself to do a long, long time ago because I'm oh, not that old. I'm joking. But yeah, so, um, and I guess like until you get diagnosed, you don't really start thinking about the stuff that you've taught yourself um, because you don't realize you taught yourself to do it. So I think with that one, I want to try and do that one next episode or the episode after that. But I think we both need to actually take time and think about this. Yeah. So um, we're picking one of the easier ones, uh, I suppose, that's nice to talk about because it's easy to go with. And the thing we're talking about this week is physical contact um, and how we feel about that. Because I definitely think that is a trait whatever Asperger problem that everybody on the spectrum, even though, as per usual, no two burgers are the same. I feel like we've all got this one in common. It's like your running motto now. I know, but I hate saying it. Like, every time I say it now, I'm just like, oh, this again. Everybody gets it. We're all unique. We all know that our diagnosis is different. We've all got it differently. They don't need me repeating it every week to tell them that But you still do. I still do. You still do. Yeah, so from this point on... I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Everybody out there has a different diagnosis, but we're all we're all the same thing, but the way we're affected is differently. No two people have it the same. This is the last time you'll hear me say it, um, hopefully. God's honour. But I think I might have mentioned it pretty much every episode now. Every, yeah. So yeah, yes. but I feel like physical contact is a universal one. We're all there. We're all not fans of it. And we're not talking about the usual stuff like hugging, holding hands, um kissing that kind of thing it's all the other stuff that people just do that for us is still a bit odd as well i think i mean we'll still talk about hugging and that kind of thing obviously but there's like i think any sort of physical contact uh is odd yeah um i mean the person that suggested it wrote about sort of like when you're having a conversation with someone and it's an ordinary conversation but they decide to sort of touch your arm or you know, like touch put a, you in put a hand some on the shoulder. put a hand on your shoulder, do something in some way that you. I think for people on the spectrum, or at least for me, when they do it, 
I never know it's coming. I never see it coming. And when it happens, I'm so shocked that it's happened that I forget that the conversation was happening before it. Because I'm just thinking, why have you, why has your hand touched my shoulder? Yeah. It's a, and it, it's kind of like a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Um, today, in fact, I had it at work when I was talking to you mm. and someone put their hands on both of my shoulders to sort of move me out of the way so oh, they right. could get past me, which is fine, except I, I, I wasn't expecting anyone's hands to appear like from behind on my shoulders and it really threw me. I don't know how to explain it. It, it. it doesn't hurt and it doesn't make me have a meltdown. For some people, it probably does. But for me, it doesn't do that. It just throws me off is the best way I can describe it. I wouldn't even say that I feel really annoyed by it or hate it. It just it pulls all of my attention and it's really difficult for me to then go back to whatever I was doing before. Well, you say... Um... That it doesn't annoy you and <laughs> you don't hate it. But there's been loads of times you've told me when uh, somebody's like put hands on the shoulder or on your waist or something like that as they've gone past you and you're just like, who are they? They can't be touching me. This is wrong. Like, And you've gone like massively like I, I guess it. I guess it depends on what mood I'm in. Today it didn't annoy me. <laughs> yeah, but like I've seen sometimes where you've gone absolutely nuts when somebody's done it. Yeah, I don't... And you've I, gone, I don't like that. I don't like they've done that. It does feel a bit to me unnecessary. There, I uh, there are times when, for some reason, it's needed, but a lot of the time it's not. It just feels unnecessary. And yeah, I suppose it depends on how everything else is going that day. Today, everything was going fine, and I hadn't had any weird things bugging me. So I guess when the person did it. I wasn't annoyed, I was just thrown. Whereas had other things have been bothering me, I'm sure it probably would cause a annoyance. But yeah, I do feel a little bit like... Uh, who who gave you permission to touch me? <laughs> yeah, I... Um, I I've, I've got it differently, I think. Um, I don't know if it's like... Is it a gender thing? So do you feel different if it's a guy to if it's a girl or it's the same no matter what? Probably the same, yeah. you know. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. um, I've got a weird one where if someone touches me, it's the same. So say, like, I'm talking, somebody, like, brushes my arm, puts their hand on my shoulder, that kind of thing. I don't stop and freak out and just think, oh, my God, why are they touching me? It confuses me when people do it. So for me, it's different. I... I think I understand the level of relationship that I've got with, say, this person yeah. who's talking to me. They've touched me um, and I just think, whoa, touch. Like, what level is this relationship at all of a sudden? Like, I start thinking, is there, are we more friendly than I think we are? Like, have we got to the point now where it's acceptable for you to, like, like brush my arm or, like, things like that? I, um, yeah, I find it really odd. I all of a sudden just start, like, thinking this is weird that you've put your arm on me. Or like if someone stood next to you talking to someone else, I say there's like three of you and the two of you are talking to one person and the person next to you puts their arm around you in a joking kind of like way. I start thinking, whoa, like how close of friends do you think we are that 
maybe I've misjudged this because I don't see you as that close a friend. I see you as like just some person I know and you've just put your arm around me. Maybe you think that we're like well close uh, and we're not. And like I just get really confused. I just start thinking like are we in the the thing now where we touch? Does that mean I have to start touching you now when we talk? Do I have to start doing the same thing? Yeah. Um, otherwise, does that mean that you'll notice that I'm quite shut off? And obviously with my like wanting to appear normal a lot of the time, I then have to start making myself physically like have contact with people when I'm talking to them because I think, well, that's that's how this relationship, this is how this works now when we talk to each other. You're an arm toucher, so I have to touch your arm because that's how you communicate. Oh. Yeah, I have like a completely different thing. Yes. Yeah, um, if I don't know them and they're a stranger, then that's different. If I'm talking to someone I've just met and they touch me, I just think, whoa, like, what are you doing? Like, get away. <laughs> um, it's the same with like, if I just meet someone. It's like, it, I have a similar thing for like, you know, if I'm at work, and we're serving someone and they know my name or yeah. they figured my name out and they use my name. Yeah. That for me, just has the same effect as if I'm talking to someone I've just met and they like touch my arm. I just think like, well, you, you don't know, you can't use my name. Yeah. Um, same with like, you can't touch me. We've just met. I don't know who you are. Who are you touching? And some people are just physically like, that's how they do. You know, that's how they have conversations they just touch but yeah for me if I know them for a long time and they touch me and they've never touched me before I get confused and just think well what's happened like if we as our relationship just moved up a step we're now touching yeah I definitely find I find touch a very intimate thing so I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm not the sort of friend where I'll hug you when I see you or I'll really hug you whenever. That's not, for me, that's above and beyond any friendship I will ever have with someone. I am not a hugger. I don't hug friends because hugging is really intimate. And for me, that would be really uncomfortable. There are times when someone's hugged me and it's just made me uncomfortable, but I will never be that person where I see someone I know and think, hug lovely it's just not in my nature and I do think it's a really intimate act it's the same with holding hands that's something I definitely wouldn't do with like uh, like I just I, I don't know I think I think of touch as if it, it's almost it's in my personal space it's well, it might I, because you're your big like relaxing sensory thing is touch so yeah. for you touch might be why you don't do it with other people because you use it as a form of relaxing and you're big into what you touch you like the feedback of things you touch so I guess touching a person uh might freak you out a little bit yeah I suppose I definitely have a thing of I kind of feel it's almost like I have to let a protective wall down for them to come into my space and touch to be a thing. Yeah. It's it's weird. Um it, it definitely can be comforting. Um when you were in the hospital um and I was getting a bit weird because I don't really like hospitals cuz they're loud and they're bright and there's lots going on and I was worried about you. Your uh, ex-girlfriend like squeezed me and that was actually really nice and that helped. But yeah, but that's, I, that's, I mean, that's because she, she understands Asperger's, so she yeah. wasn't hugging. No. She, she was, was using deep pressure to calm you down. Yeah. Also, uh, 
I quite like her. Like, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like had it have been someone else, it wouldn't have gone down that well. It's, it's a, for me, it has to definitely be a, almost like someone that they don't know it, but in my head, I've approved. I've ticked this person off. They're okay. But it definitely can't be someone where I haven't had this almost internal checklist that's passed. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it is a strange thing if someone... I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I suppose, because otherwise, why are they doing it? But, like, for you, I suppose you have to be comfortable with them before. I mean, because you've had boyfriends. Yeah. Like, was it the same with them, or were they allowed? They were allowed. Yeah? So you could just hug a boyfriend anytime, no problem? Yes. Uh, was it, can you? Because that, <laughs> that didn't seem like you could. That just seemed like... You were thinking no, but you're saying yes just so you didn't want to tell me that your boyfriends would go for a hug and you'd be like, back off. I don't think that I am a massively affectionate person. No, um, like I said, I don't think... I don't, I, I'm pretty sure like with Asperger's in general, we're not affectionate. Um, we don't crave affection. I'm not sure what it is that NT people get from affection, which makes them want it. Yeah. Um, because I know a lot of NT people, they always joke, like, if they're starved for affection as a child, it has, like, a massive effect on them as they get older. Um, but for people with Asperger's, we don't need it. I don't... I think if I go, like, the rest of my life without any sort of, like, physical contact or affection from someone, I don't think I'd notice that it wasn't there. But I know with uh, the NT world in general, like affection's a big deal. And without it, it can have like massive effects on the way they are. And I guess it must be, I'm assuming it's something to do with like emotions or I don't know. They must get something from it that they need that makes them feel better. Because like NT people always say that like hugging is something that they always feel better about. It's why they hug when they meet. Or yeah. when they leave, um, it's because they get something from it uh, that makes them feel like calm, relaxed and that kind of thing. Which obviously for those on the spectrum, if anybody out there that's listening to this gets like a feel of like relax or calm from the hug, it's probably because the person that's hugging you is using like a form of deep pressure, uh, which is calming you down because you're being squeezed. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure we get the emotional response, but the physical thing like for us can help. Um, but not from someone you're not comfortable with, I suppose. You couldn't just get deep pressure off anyone. Yeah. You have to know them. Um, like for me, hugging's weird because a lot of people that want to hug me do the arm stretch, like hug. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to do it because I'm not a hugger. So like, but then that part of me that wants to appear normal sort of goes, well, now I can't leave them hanging you know i can't leave them like looking like that with their arms out so i have to go for the hug yeah even though i don't want to do it like the need to appear normal overrides my like burger need to not hug yeah so i hug and it's awful you know what i mean like i just think like oh how long is this gonna last for or where do my arms go do i go above do i go under i'm taller so i guess it's there do, do they turn their head do we put chins on shoulders or do they put head on chest depending on size like i just think about it then when we, then when we stop hugging i just think like i start thinking wonder what they got from that i wonder <laughs> why they needed to hug me i wonder if they now feel 
whatever it is they needed they got and this is done like they got closure on this whole interaction for the day by doing the hug or meeting when they hug you know same thing um but i have a similar thing and you probably don't have to deal with it that much because you're a girl but handshakes Guys like the handshake. Yeah. I hate handshaking. Handshaking for me, I don't understand it. You always get the guy that wants to prove that he's more of a man than you. So he feels like he's going to have to break every bone in your hand. Yeah. Just to get that across that he is, in fact, the man. <laughs> so you have to, like, try and, like, weigh up if that's how you're going to do it. Like, how many shakes? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I you, haven't thought about that. Do you that. do, like, the, the three, <laughs> the two? Um, and guys all do it. They all do it. Like, it's not just an interview thing. Like, every time I've met anybody new, like when I met your dad or uh, I met your sister's boyfriend and, like, previously in the past, other people's dads. Yeah. Guys I meet, like, there's just... It's the handshake. They always go for the handshake. Do you know what I mean? Guys hugging. Guys don't hug unless it's, like, a bromance thing. You know what I mean? So, like, I have this whole other, like, gender thing that I have to try and, like, stay in with but to appear, like a normal guy so I know when I first meet a guy oh we're gonna have to do the handshake and the first thing I do is I look for the hand like I look like when I meet a guy I don't look him in the eye I just look at their waist which sometimes they think I'm like looking at crotch but I'm definitely not <laughs> uh, I'm just looking for like hand but like obviously when I meet people I, I straight away start looking at that area and just think right go on lift the hand up I know you're gonna do it just get it over with I'll never put my hand out because I think I don't want to do it. So if I don't do my hand, then they're not going to shake my hand and I'm good. But they, I can, I watch it and then like I see the right hand like move from the hip, start like gliding <laughs> through the air. And I'm just like, oh, In slow motion. I'm like, oh, fine. And then like, uh, here goes my hand as well. But then you have to like try and like get it right. Because if you get it wrong, they do the thing where they grab your fingers and it's almost oh like they're going to Oh my God, I never hand. knew it was so uh complicated yeah and like because of like my dyspraxia and stuff like that and like my spatial awareness the amount of times i screw handshakes up because i totally overshoot the hand or grab the wrist or do you know what i mean like that kind of thing (laughs) it's um it's odd but all guys want to do it before they go before they leave you know like when they say bye i usually like if i'm about to say bye to a guy try and make sure i've got things in my hands so yeah. they can't be like, oh, I would shake his hand, but he's carrying this—he's carrying this big basket all of a sudden. Where did that come from? Like, oh, I would do, but I'm holding this, you know. <laughs> um, and I feel the same way about it as I do hugs, you know. Like I, I don't want to hug, but guys don't really do the hug, so I don't worry about the hug too much. It doesn't come up that often. Like obviously with girl mates, they do the hug, um, and equally, I don't want to, but. Do you know what I mean? Like I stupidly decided that I wanted to appear normal. So yeah. like I have to do all the, the physical contacts. And um, also the the also one that I, I'm not good with is the, the kissing cheek thing. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Like, because I, I don't get it. Like, that's the same thing again. Like we'll go to meet and then they'll they'll do the hug and then they move the head. And I'm just like, oh, no, we've got to do this now. Who does that to you, though? Your mum did that to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, fam- family members, yeah. Yeah, I don't mean, like, strangers. I was, I was <laughs> saying that, though. I suppose I well, I kind of met your mum before, but when I met your nan, she did it, and that was the first time I was meeting her. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Same. But, like, because people don't know I'm autistic, um, it's fine with the people that know I'm autistic. So that's, like, another thing is, like, people that know I'm autistic... As I go to leave a house of someone that knows I'm autistic, they go, I would hug you, but uh, I know you'd hate it. And I just go, thank you. <laughs> and that's that. So I have, I've got some people that know I don't want to hug. 
so they just sort of go, uh, we're not going to hug. No, don't want to hug. Um, but I have a same thing for anyone, you know, like, um, you know, your little niece, I guess. Yeah. So they were doing a thing when they were like, go on, give everyone a hug or give everyone a kiss. And I, I literally wanted to dive behind the sofa. I was just like, I, it doesn't matter like who they are or like how old they are. <laughs> like human contact is human contact for me. Yeah, and they're just like, go give everyone a kiss around the room before you go to bed. And I was just like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. And like she didn't want to. Like she looked, I looked and I was just like looking like frozen, just like. <laughs> Oh God, because I'm not going to do, I'm not going to say no, because this is a small child. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it. Um, but then when she looked at me and just walked off, I was like, thank you. <laughs> but then I spend the rest of the weekend, like trying to be not too friendly to this child. So that in case it comes up again, she just thinks I don't want to go anywhere near this guy because he's not that nice. <laughs> so I wasn't like being mean, but I just thought as long as I don't like be too friendly or like play with her or like be any interest in anything that she shows me, like will be fine. Yeah. Um, she won't ever try and do that again. But yeah, it was just, it's stuff like that. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. I, I don't want to be touched. Yeah, I know. Unless it can be helped, you know. Um, like with uh, my ex, same. Um, she came around here the other day and she wanted to give me a hug. And she always wants to give me a hug when she sees me. Yeah. I think she kind of knows that I don't like it, but she'll hug me and put her arms around me. But I'll keep my arms like straight to my side every time <laughs> she does it. And it's like a joke thing, but she gets that like... I'm not into that. Yeah. I uh, I think because of how I see things as quite intimate and the way I perceive them from myself, I think it affects how I view other people's relationships as well. Because I definitely when I was younger, I saw it more around my friends and things like that. But if I see someone I know... And I see them interact with someone else and I see that they're giving them a hug. I think, oh, wow, I didn't I didn't realize they were so close, especially. So if it's a between friends, I think I'm, I sort of think, oh, wow, they're they must be best friends if I see that. And same with if I see um, like a guy friend of mine and he sees a girlfriend he knows and they're both straight and then they start hugging i think oh there must be there must be something going on there see this is what i'm saying when i said that i when a friend or someone i know has physical contact with me and i have to reset reassess our relationship that's what i'm talking yeah because that's how i see it so if whenever i see other people that i know or same same with i had a, a best friend at school and we would hang out with some of her friends but she would hug all of them. They were all guys, like, all straight. So she would hug them all. And I would think, oh, my God, she she wants to be with all of them. Which she didn't. She, but that's how my brain sees it. Because if you're hugging someone, to me, you're either best, best friends or you're together or want to be together. Because I can't see any reason why you'd be hugging someone there isn't that and I I definitely judge people's relationships and friendships sort of and things like that based on how how sort of intimate they or how much physical contact they give to one another if I see people talking and there's loads of touching going on I do think this is odd you're you're a lot closer than I thought you were 
Yeah, yeah. This is this. I mean, because like, I don't. But it could be down to like just black and white thinking, like you know that you see hugging and that kind of thing as they have to be in a relationship to do that because that's how it works for you. Yeah. So when you see other people doing it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and it's the same for me. Like I would see that kind of thing as um, that's what you do when you're with someone. So I wouldn't then do it to everybody I meet. Yeah. So when people do it with me, I just think like, why are we doing this? And it does make me think, do you think we're closer than we are? Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't occur to me that they're just a hugger. Um. You know, like, and that's kind of thing. But then people, with me, it doesn't happen that much with people I know because the people that know I'm autistic know I don't like being touched. But then also I put on this, like, air of don't touch me. Yeah. Um. So, like, it, it doesn't matter so much for me. But it's just the people that don't know you are the ones you've got to watch out for. Um, <laughs> because they have no idea what they're doing. You yeah. know, they, they just do this. And for them, it's like handshaking, hugging. It's normal. For a lot of people, they just do it. Um, but for me, I don't just do it. Um, holding hands, though, it's, it's different for me, holding hands. Holding hands, I've never really understood. Yeah. Um, I don't get why it's a thing. Um, I don't understand the point of it. Um, I've, I've never, literally, I've never understood it, even thinking about it. I mean, all I can tell is it's it's to let people know you're together. Yeah. But otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah, for... So I quite like linking arms with someone if I'm really close to them. Basically, if I'm probably in a relationship with them. I quite like linking arms with people when I walk places. Yeah. But that is more done, especially if we're... This is really weird, but if we're on a wider pavement. And this is mostly because I bump into... the. If I try and walk straight next to someone, I find it quite difficult to not... I know, walk. I've walked with you. Yeah, so I walk into people quite a lot. I find that really difficult. So I like linking arms, but that's purely on a... Because then I won't accidentally walk into them. Because it irritates me if I keep bumping into them. I'm sure it irritates them more. But it's a weird thing. I don't know why I'm like that. I don't know why I have a problem with it. Like, I don't, I don't walk into the wall when I'm walking on the pavement on my own. But it's the having someone who's moving alongside me throws me off so yeah if i link arms with someone it makes it a lot easier for me and i do it for myself my own benefit of not having that annoyance but holding hands is a weird one that i don't understand and even linking arms i don't understand it unless you have the same problem i do i don't see any other reason why you'd need to no linking arms for me doesn't i don't see that as anything sort of like intimate or relationship stuff i see those people do that all the time my mom did it the other day when um because we had a it was raining and she was down here and we had an umbrella and the umbrella wasn't big enough for us to get under unless we did that Oh, see, no, no, I find linking arms quite intimate as well. No, no, like linking arms for me doesn't mean anything. I see people all the time, like anyone that helps like a, someone across the street might do that. Like if you're helping like an elderly person across the road, like you'd link arms with them. Like I, I don't see it as a, that for me doesn't appear to be anything. Um, like Morris dancers do it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> Morris dancers do a lot of things. <laughs> I know, but like linking arms is the one that I don't see. I mean, because it's just the bend in your elbow with the bend in their elbow, like, it, well, the other side. But like, for me, that's the one that I wouldn't mind. People that link arms with me, it doesn't matter to me at all, that one. 
I don't see that as anything. That's just some people do that. Oh, no, see, I still see that. So if I see two people with their arms linked, I do think you must be really close. Or no, I see it's like an oldie thing. time of like way of walking about. I just think they're messing about and trying to be like, I don't know, like. Ah. But yeah, I'm the same with you with holding hands. It's, uh, I also find that it's more uncomfortable than anything. So when people do it, I don't really understand because unless you're both the same height with the same length arms, usually it doesn't it doesn't really work your arms hang in different places so to hold hands you one person's either sort of lifting their arm or one person's sort of like lopsided i don't know i don't know holding hands i'm not really sure of the point you're not going to lose the person that's next to you i guess i understand it with like parents with young children yeah that, yeah, that, makes that sense. like totally makes sense like if there's a practical reason behind it or when i at one point in my life, went to a festival. Mm. Uh, my best friend and me, when we had to walk through the crowd of people, which was bad enough for me anyway, and she, this was before any like autistic thing had been mentioned to me. However, she knew what I was like and she knew that crowds of people and me were just not a good combination. But if we had to walk through them, she would sort of hold my hand and we'd walk through the crowd with her leading. But that was, again, if she hadn't have done that, we'd have got separated from each other. So in that sense, I get it. I just don't get it. I suppose that is like another aspect of physical contact is what are you like in crowds of people? Not good. Not good at all. Because um, that, you will bump into people. Yeah, I, I hate that. I really, really hate... Uh, it's not all the time so say like say i'm walking down the road and i bump shoulders with a person walking next to me fine i'm over it but if i'm in a crowd of people and i'm consistently getting bumped i will be getting really stressed out about it because i'll feel like there's no escape if i'm walking along the pavement and someone bumps my shoulder I can look around and see that there's no one else around and that no one else is going to be bumping my shoulder for a while. If I'm in a crowd of people, I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know how to get out of it. It makes me feel quite claustrophobic. I don't like it. I don't... Oh, claustrophobic's probably not the right word because I don't feel that in small rooms. But it makes me feel quite trapped. And I don't... I get really uncomfortable with it. And it is something that will wind me up. It will get to a point, so the first bump, whatever, second bump, a little bit more, a little bit more, and it will get to a point of just too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm saying I can't do, like, gigs or I don't like walking around town when it's busy uh, just because there's too many people about. And like I say, they're knocking into you. It's like if you're trying to like you know like when people all like leave the cinema at once or like, oh that yeah kind of thing. like i can't deal with like oh everyone like getting off the bus at the same yeah. time i can't deal with the the close because you you it's kind of like some people are touching you they're just touching the back of you because they can't help it there's too many people yeah. in there but then you get times where you can just tell someone's too close to you yeah they're not touching you yet but it wouldn't take much for them to um and i feel like that's the same way with like you know if you're in a queue yeah. And is that a person that stood behind you that's a little bit too close to you when they're yes. stood behind you? Um, yeah. I find that, like, it is. It, I do find myself getting angry quite quickly with it if someone's, like, too close. Yeah. You All know, right. like, you're putting stuff on, like, a, the conveyor belt of 
the shopping aisle thing, you know. Yeah. And someone's like leans over to grab that triangular Ooh. thing to separate mm. the shopping over. Or just starts putting their stuff on there when you're not done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that whole thing where they're just too close to me. Um, I find myself like getting too agitated with that. Same with like cues if someone's behind me to the point where they've bumped me slightly. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I am always close to turning around and going, do you want to back off a little bit? Yeah. Like it's not going to make any difference. You're not going to get there any faster. So why don't you just stay out of my space? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's weird because I can think of times where I've been okay, not liked it, but been okay. And I can think of times where I've been really annoyed and I can only really put it down to like how my day's going, I suppose. But yeah, I definitely find that physical contact for me, um, going back to what you said before about in a relationship in a relationship I'm okay with it the person can I guess I don't have the barriers up the mental barriers up so I'm okay uh equally it's not something that I get a whole lot of enjoyment out of so in terms of hugging I guess I just same as I don't understand why people do it when they meet as friends I don't really understand well, I can't decide if there's, like I said, I don't know, I can't decide if it's a a physical contact that they need because it does something or it's one of those things that you're just raised to do so it's a standard thing. You know, like saying goodbye to someone. Yeah. So as they leave, you know, goodbye um, or see you later, like that's just something you do. Yeah. There's no point to it. Like True. if you both just hedge your conversation and then just started walking in opposite directions... Oh, this makes me want to just stop with hellos and goodbyes. But like, that just you've made such a good point. What is the point of that? But it's just something you do. Oh, um, no. And I can't decide if hugging's one of those ones where you hug because that is just how you start an interaction with someone. Or you hug because there's some sort of like, I don't know, chemical release or emotional response to it. And it's the same. It's like saying hello to someone. Technically, you don't need to start any conversation when you meet someone going, hi, you all right? But that is just how conversations are started. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if hugging is just one of those things that's ingrained into people now that that's what they do. And some people are just were raised by, I guess, parents that are huggers. And so they've become huggers or they've become a hugger naturally. But that is how they do it. And you know which ones they are. I know which ones of my friends will most likely hug me when I meet them to those that won't. Uh, you know, and some people are, some people aren't. It's not a standard NT greeting, the hug. Some people do it, some people don't. But then I feel like they should know that I don't, so don't. Yeah, yeah. I would rather people just understood that I don't because I think the only times that I do want a hug is when I'm in a relationship with someone and I know the hug's going to be deep pressure. So I definitely, especially if someone's taller than me and they hug me by sort of pressing down on my shoulders or if they've got really soft skin and I can sort of stroke their arm, something like that, I I like that. But yeah, I'm not sure that just a light hug would it, it wouldn't... I don't see the benefit of it for any purpose, relationship, friendship, family member. It doesn't bring me any sort of closeness. Yeah. Which I imagine is why they do it. Like I said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, all I know is it's weird. I don't know what it is about the physical contact 
with my body to their body that makes me feel weird. I'm not, I don't fully understand my own. Because obviously, like I'm saying, I don't understand the NT, what they need for it, what the emotional response is, what they get for it. But I equally don't get my own response to it. So I don't get why it bothers me so much. You know? Yeah. For me, it's uh, probably a thing of this is my... Yeah, I think for me, it's it's my space. It's my body. Why should I... Why is it... Why do you think that this is okay? It's, it's probably... I don't... Yeah, I don't but know. why do you think that? I don't know. Because I don't know. Like, I don't understand why. I know you said that if you're having like a bad day, it's worse. And true, that's the same with everything. Like that's kind of how meltdowns work. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, you're definitely more likely to have one if things keep going wrong. But with physical contact, like for me, like when I'm in a queue and someone's brushing the back of me while we're queuing, it won't matter how good a day I'm having. I could be having the best day ever. If that happens, I will automatically start becoming agitated the second they start doing it and it does make me want to turn around and be like do you know what like do you want to just back off a little bit there mate yeah um and it won't matter like how how good my day's going um or how bad my day's going i automatically have this this person behind me is a tad too close why are they so close yeah i can think of a lot of occasions as well where i've been getting along with someone or i've thought someone was really nice we've been chatting and then they've uh cuz i'm short I guess the more common thing that's happened that I can think of happening quite a lot is for some reason they felt the need to in some way turn my face so that it's facing them so to either like put their hand under my chin and lift my face just it a quick gesture just a quick gesture of doing that but instantly no matter how much I thought they were okay before and this is when they're still, you know, relatively a stranger to me, but I'm getting to know them and it all seems to be going well. And they felt the need to do that. And then instantly I've disliked them and I'm not wanting to talk to them. I've not wanted to be friends with them. Yeah. That's put me off because they, they've touched me and it's, it's like an intrusion. Yeah. I mean, that's, I can't have anyone touch my head in general. Uh, it just, it just, can't happen. I can't have anyone touch my head. My head's like a weird one. So like my body touches stuff, I'm aware of it. But if anyone ever touched my head, uh, my reaction to that would be massively like worse. What, the back of your head? Any any part of my head. Basically anything from the neck up, don't touch it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've had people, because obviously I don't make eye contact with people a lot. Yeah. Which, by the way, just as a side note, I've been doing that a lot more lately. So I've noticed recently, I don't know what's going on with me, but for the last sort of like... Two weeks, I've made hardly any contact with anybody eye contact wise. And I've noticed that Um, like talking to people, customers, people we work with, friends, that kind of thing. I've noticed that I'm not looking people in the face at all anymore. Uh, I've just been looking away at other things. Ah. Um, I don't know what's happened there. Um, I've noticed it. I'm not noticing it every time, but sometimes like halfway through a conversation with someone, I'm suddenly doing that whole, I've not looked at them. Um, Just it's a weird side note. But anyway, um, that's interesting, though. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing it. Do you think that it's just that you're noticing it, though, if you're halfway through the conversation going, I've not made eye contact? Do you think that's maybe not that you're changing the way you're looking at people, but maybe just you're changing, you're noticing it? Maybe you're looking at people the same amount, just you've not. No, I think I think I'm just not doing it. So, like, I can't tell if it's these podcasts or whatever, but so. 
just as a as a thing so like when i before i was diagnosed i used to get into trouble a lot for not looking people in the eye people always say like if you don't look them in the eye they don't trust you i don't trust in me shifty so i know that i'm supposed to do it but as anyone knows that's on the spectrum eye contact is is difficult um and so (laughs) i used to do it either one of two ways i'd either talk to people's eyebrows yeah because it looks like i'm looking them in the eye but i'm not i'm looking at their eyebrows but uh because eyebrows is a thing now, like people are big on what their eyebrows look like, I've noticed. <laughs> that seems to be popular on, do my eyebrows look good? I can't talk to people's eyebrows because they think I'm actually looking at them and it makes them <laughs> it makes them think, have I not drawn these on properly? Or if they've had them like threaded, like, has my threading gone bad because this guy's just talking to my eyebrows? Um, so like I kind of moved away from that. But then the other thing I've always been able to do is look people in the eye but for just short periods of time yeah so like every sort of like 30 seconds like just quick eye contact look away eye contact look away yeah um but lately i've noticed i've not been able to do it at all and i can't decide if it's because i can't do it at all or i'm choosing not to do it anymore and i don't know if it's the podcasts have made me like more comfortable with uh, being a burger so i feel like i don't need to do it anymore so i'm not doing it or there's just a genuine reason but anyway I also am not very good at any sort of eye contact though and I feel like I might have maybe since doing these podcasts but maybe probably a little bit before just from understanding because I don't think before I really knew that I didn't like eye contact I think I just didn't notice that I didn't like eye contact so I would try whereas I think when we started talking about um, like me being on the spectrum i realized actually i don't like that and i just sort of stopped making myself yeah Um, yeah because it's there's a there's that weird thing when your eyes like link with someone else's it freaks me out it doesn't matter who it is yeah um and like once again because i'm a guy and it's a guy thing guys have a weird thing of like staring each other in the eye and trying to like not intimidate but make the other one back down so it makes them think that they're like the dominant one because I can't look at them. Uh, but I've noticed that when I'm like talking to people in the public, like at work and that kind of thing, I've just stopped doing it. Um, but the thing people used to do, not so much anymore because I'm an adult, but when I used to talk to people when I was younger, people yeah. would like grab my chin yeah, and move my head so I'm looking them mm. in the eye, which was like a double whammy. Yeah. Not only were they touching my head, which I can't stand, but they were also making me look them in oh, the eye. Oh. Uh, and I used to kick off. So I used to like thrash my head away from them quickly and be, scream at them to get off. Yeah. Um, and to them, it just looked like a massive overreaction. Like, whoa, what's this guy's problem? Um, and yeah, that's that's the thing. I can't have my head touched. It's bizarre. I can't have people touch my ears, my head, my face, nothing. For some reason, the second anyone touches any part of my head... My immediate reaction is to like really like thrust my head away from them and let them know that what they've done is a bad thing and they shouldn't touch me there. Uh, And it's just a normal thing. It's why um, I don't like kissing. Kissing in general for me, I'm not a fan of. One, I don't understand at what point anyone decided (laughs) that pressing lips against lips means, means anything. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. It never has done. Um, I don't understand why that in itself is like the ultimate of like affection is the kiss. 
Um, like kissing on the cheek is fine. Kissing on the lips means something. For me, who decided that the the hole that you, <laughs> that you talk out of, breathe out of and put food into needs to be linked to another person to, to mean something? Like it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It never has done. So when people wanted to kiss like previous relationships or stuff, I'd just be like, why? Um, but it, for me, it's, it's really hard to kiss. So like I do it. But the second like like my f- head touched anybody else's head, I could feel like this rage like inside me, like get off my face. <laughs> um, but like you can't do that when you're in a relationship. So you just have to just power through it. You know, like, and just think like it's fine if I just if I just do this, I, I don't have to do it for a few days. <laughs> You know? That's me done for a few days. Yeah, if I just do it the once, I just quick peck, I'm done. Don't think about it. Um, like it's over. But like that for me is the same as like anyone like touching face, like with their hands. Yeah. Head touching heads. Um, like I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, if anybody talks in my ear, like I have to refrain from punching them in the face. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to. Like I say, I'm not a violent person, and I'd never actually do any of this stuff. But I feel the urge, like yeah. if, like especially if anyone whispers in my ear. If someone whispers in my ear, yeah, like, I know you. I, I get livid. Like yeah. I just, I have a. Ooh, it's this difficult <laughs> to not. And yeah, it's just the same. I can't do it. Um, but like those kind of things are like a big deal. Like if anyone like puts their hand on like my cheek, sort of go, oh, like that. I'm just kind of like, what are you doing? So like I said, like in previously, get off my face. Like previously, <laughs> if people. Why would you do it? Have you not listened to what I've just said? You just did it to me. Yeah, it's fine. You haven't got a problem with that, but don't touch my head. <laughs> Have you not? You've not just said that, like, touching my head makes me livid. Look how angry I am now. I don't touch the head. I know, just wanted everyone to get an idea. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> But yeah, like when I said that when people touch the arm or put their arm around me or hug, it makes me think, oh, what's happened to our relationship? Has it gone up a notch? Um, That's that. But when someone touches my head, it's the same thing as what you get when people touch your arm and stuff. I just think like, don't touch the head. Like, I don't think like, oh, this has gone up a notch. Like, oh, this relationship's changed. You just put your hand on my face. I just think, like, get your hand off me or you'll lose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Um, the kissing thing and I get as well, like, it seems weird to me. I I understand giving someone a peck if, you, if you're in a relationship with them. I, I mean, I don't know why it's a thing, but it's a thing. So whatever. I get that. But I've never, ever understood why people like to do sessions of kissing no, like don't even, why would you want to sit there for don't even talk about it for, i don't want to talk about for it for minutes no. doing that that's that's wrong that's too much i don't like it i don't like it it's never been a thing that i have wanted to do or enjoyed or feel is normal or necessary i don't like that that's that's too much it's boring for one like that's a massive Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like I, I think. I think I'd full on have a meltdown. I think. So. I think that'd be too much for me. Like I said, like a a peck is fine, but I, yeah, like anyone that wants to. I know. I know in America, there's like parties you can go to that are make out parties. No, no, can, no. I don't want to talk about it. 
I know. <laughs> You're so on edge. I feel like this whole thing's put you on edge. You look well on edge. I don't want to... It's just weird. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but I like, I know what you mean. Like when you, like when I was in a relationship in the past, so before diagnosis, any relationship I was in that they didn't know because I didn't know, the amount of times like eventually down the line in the relationship, they're just like, you don't touch me. <laughs> we don't hug. <laughs> like if we ever sleep together in the same bed, you're like fully over as much to the other side <laughs> of the bed as you can be. And I'd just be like, yeah, I just like space. Um, and like same with the hugging, I was like, sometimes I don't, and I'd have to try and explain it and I wouldn't understand. I'd just be like, sometimes I don't want to hug. Yeah, I don't kiss. I don't want to kiss. Who wants to kiss? Like it, it would be a thing that I would have to explain like in a sort of like you're making, I'd always make them think they were making a big deal out of it. I'd always be like, you're making a big deal out of this. I just didn't want to that time. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. And it didn't mean anything. They'd be seeing it as he's gone off me. He's not interested. He's not doing any sort of physical contact. I'm, he, he's repulsed by me. Yeah. Um, and I used to say, no, it's not that. It's not that at all. I'm just, we don't need to do it all the time, do we? Like, it doesn't matter. You know yeah. that, like, we're in a relationship. It's it's fine. And they'd think that I was just making some stuff up because I couldn't, like, say to them, yeah, actually, I don't want to touch you anymore. Um, but once I got into a relationship after I was diagnosed, it was great because they'd just be like... Why don't we ever like hug or like, why is it that when we're in bed together, like you'll move me, like physically push me to the other side of the bed <laughs> and then make your own like wall of pillows. Yeah. Like, and just so that kind of thing. And now I just like, I'm a burger. Like, so it was like, you haven't kissed me in ages. I was like, I'm a burger. Why don't we hug? I'm a burger. Yeah. Um, They'd be like, why don't you never have any physical contact? And I'd be like, cause I'm a burger. And I just, and it was great because then they don't think that I've gone off them. They just think, well, it's just how he is. Yeah. Um, and it was much easier. So like my last relationship I was in, she knew that I was on the spectrum when we got together. Yeah. So I was diagnosed before we met and I told her. So then like she wasn't driving herself mad with, is he going off me? Why is there no contact? This isn't normal. And comparing herself to the normal NT relationships that she knew yeah. about. She'd sit around with other couples that were like holding hands, hugging you know, kissing, like, from time to time, like, public displays of affection and that kind of thing. And she wouldn't think, why is he not doing this? Like, does he not even care? She'd just be think, like, this is what happens when you date someone on the spectrum. It's fine. Yeah. He doesn't care about me, like, any less. It's just that I I couldn't help it. Do you know what I mean? And there'd be times where I'd try and do physical contact um, and she'd be like, thanks for the effort, but you're hating this, aren't you? And I'd be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, so that that was different. But like with everybody else, I feel like it's it's fine. But I think physical contact's not one of those things that NTE people realise is quite a big part of the thing that I guess identifies you as autistic. It, I don't hear it get mentioned. For me, it seems obvious, and I'm sure to you, it seems like an obvious trait. Yeah. But I think to people that don't know, and if you're not aware, I don't think it's an obvious one. Yeah, because what I. Now that I look back at any, I I guess physical contact, the main place you're going to see it is in a relationship. Now I look back at all of my previous relationships and it was a problem in every single one. Every single guy that I've ever been out with has always said, you are so cold, so unaffectionate because I I don't want to sit and cuddle. Like... That it, it was always an issue that was brought up all the time. So to me, 
now I look back, I think this should have been obvious to me ages ago because it's always been a problem. I've always been told that I'm weird or that not that I'm weird, that I'm different and it's always become a problem. But why did I or they or anyone at no point think like maybe this is a problem because you're on the spectrum? But you're right. It's not a thing that you really think about. No. And because we don't crave it. Yeah. Like every time I've ever had to do physical affection, I've had to think about it and make a decision to do it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the difference. Like obviously NT people crave it. They want it. They just want a hug. You know, like if they're upset, crying, that kind of thing, they want a hug. Yeah. Um, and they want physical affection in a relationship and they get with relationship people so they have physical contact with them. Um, and I think because we're on the spectrum, we don't crave it. We don't need it. But then if you're going to choose to get into a relationship with someone that's NT, you've got to realise that they need it. So you have to then make the conscious decision to do it. You know, yeah, and I, I suppose this is the thing, like they're measuring their relationship and the previous relationships you were in on affection affection seems to be a big part of the relationship and it doesn't matter if you're amazing at every other aspect of the relationship if you're not doing the affection they notice you're not doing it yeah um whereas for me like in my past relationship she was like do you remember the last time we hugged i had never it hadn't occurred to me that we hadn't yeah like no part of me had gone yeah why are we not hugging anymore i just think i don't know didn't we hug like a week ago and she'd be like it's been like two months and i'd be like has it (laughs) Yeah, I, I, in my last relationship, we, uh, there was a lot of sitting down every month or so and talking about, uh, what we could do to better the relationship. But by that, what I mean was we would sit down and that was meant to be the aim of it, but we would sit down and he would tell me the things that I was doing that weren't like giving him what he needed from the relationship yeah and it's it's not his fault it's definitely not criticism that i have of him but he would it would always be you just don't show me any affection you don't give me hugs so like in since the last time we spoke the last time we spoke you said that you were gonna try and hug me more and i'd think but I have been, and it would be because instead of whereas the previous month I'd hugged him twice in the whole month, this time I'd hugged him four times. And for me, that was so much effort. And I thought, but I'm really trying. And he'd be like, why is it so difficult to just give me a hug? Yeah, I suppose it's like context as well, because like you didn't know you were on the spectrum. So yeah. you go, but I've hugged you four times in the last month. Like, you know, well done me. Um, but like when you say that, like to someone that thinks you're NT as well, I hugged you four times in the last, that's one hug a week. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? So like, you seem like it's pathetic, but like, had he have known, it would have been seen as you were trying, but because he didn't know, yeah, but because he didn't know, it was seen as you don't care. Yeah, which it was. So he, he would say this, you don't care. And in my head, I'd think, are you joking? Do you know how much effort <laughs> I've put in? I had to psych myself up. I would wait for you to come home bracing myself for the fact that I would have to give a hug. Yeah. Like, and now I look back, it's really funny because I never at any point in this thought, like maybe something's going on with me here. I'd just be like, come on, Scarlett, you, you can do it. Like, just... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's weird that it it's su- it was such a big deal to me and really kind of exhausting whereas for him it was just 
like the normal thing that he, he would expect from a relationship and what obviously he'd had in every other relationship would be yes. to sit on the sofa and like put his arm around someone and, and then, if he knows other people in relationships he sees them doing it as well yeah whereas for me uh i would like to sit on the sofa and like not have any like touch in between us Apart from rubbing my arm because of my weird touch yeah, thing, yeah. like he'd be like, "I'll stroke your arm," and I'd be straight there. I'd be like, "Give, give, give my arm a stroke. That's lovely. Do that." But I'd be doing nothing. Like, oh, I there'd be no like more affection. I'd sort of just have my arm out, like. <laughs> but there wouldn't be a like a nice me. I I guess it's difficult. I guess if you are on the spectrum and with someone who's NT, you have to compromise. But it's. It's hard because NT people, most of the time, people who are NT aren't going to see your compromise as enough because they're not going to understand how much of a big deal it is for you. Yeah. And equally, you're probably going to think that they're being needy when they're just expecting things that are... Normal. That they should get in a relationship. But I guess normal, yeah. if you're going to get into a relationship with someone on the spectrum and you're not on the spectrum yourself... There is always going to be like compromises. Like I was in a relationship with someone for nearly five years and she was NT and I wasn't. And this was something that came up a lot. And even though she knew I couldn't do it, we still ended up like sometimes falling out about it and that kind of thing. Um, It still happened, even though she got the rules. Well, not the rules, but she got how it worked for me. Um, She still wanted it. Yeah. And I think ultimately that's why we're not together anymore. Um, because she realised that she needed it and she couldn't compromise on it, but she also realised that it was uncomfortable for me to do it, so it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it's it's difficult because, like I say, that both sides of it are completely valid. I'm not saying that NT people need to just suck it up. No, yeah. I don't think that at all. I definitely think that, but it's always going to be a case of they are going to see you as not trying and you're going to see them as being too needy. And I'm not saying that an NT... Uh, is too needy. I uh, Well, I'm not saying that that sort of relationship can't work. I'm I'm definitely not saying that someone on the spectrum no, there's loads. can't... there's yeah, loads of people like that. Yeah, I don't... I definitely don't think that. I don't think that people on the spectrum can't have a relationship with someone who's NT. But I think that that will... Is probably something that's a struggle in those relationships. Well, I think that not everybody on the spectrum hates physical contact with someone they're in a relationship with. So I I think there's people on the spectrum that are in relationships that can easily do affection and physical contact as long as they know the person and are in a relationship with them. Like when I started this and said everybody on the spectrum has physical contact and this is the one thing that's not really a unique trait and not everybody has it. But that's more with strangers. Yeah. Um, And people you don't really know touching you, like I said, in queues, gigs, festivals, just on the high street. They're the times where I think everybody on the spectrum has an issue with being touched by people they don't know. But I imagine there's people out there that are on the spectrum and are in a relationship with someone in T and can do affection no problem. Um, I think this just happens to be a similar thing between me and you. And like I said, when I was in a relationship, I used to try and justify it to her by saying things like, look, you know, I can't even deal when someone's too close to me in a queue in a supermarket as a sort of way to explain to her, like, this is just how I am. And I thought that would be like helpful. You know, I can't even cope when someone's behind me in a queue getting too close. You know how I get. So obviously this is going to be a problem. But it doesn't it didn't occur to me that what I'm what she's saying is so I'm just like I'm just (laughs) 
I'm as annoying as the guy that's too close to you with like the tin of bolognese. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for me, it's the same no matter who it is. Um, it's just a, an actual reaction in me. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. Like, because I know you and because we're in a relationship, it should be different for you because you're not some random person. But I think it's just a, I think it's just a reflex. I don't think I like, I don't think it makes a difference who it is with me with some stuff. Some stuff, it doesn't matter who it is, how long I've known them or what it is. Just some things can't be done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's hard to explain that. But yeah, I'm sure there are people out there that are fully in a NTAS relationship and it works fine. Uh, I just know that I had that problem. And, I suppose... And it sounds like you do as well. Yeah. And I, I suppose like on the flip side of it, there's also, I imagine, like tons of NT people out there who feel probably a similar way about physical touch that yeah, we do. So same. yeah. Yeah. And like you say, there's probably people on the spectrum who don't have this. So like, I'm sure there are different balances out there. But we don't have the, and I think this is a common one for everybody, is we don't have the, the physical contact that you have in just normal everyday interactions with people. They're the weirder ones. Yeah, they're definitely the ones that like are say, like the hugs, super uncomfortable. The handshakes, the cheek kisses. Yeah, I hate, I hate it. I they're, hate that. They're the ones that like we struggle with. Um, like I imagine you hated them more than having to hug your boyfriend every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that I hated having to do it. It's just it felt like an active effort for me. Whereas I think for him, it was just a natural thing. You should be like, able to just do it. And if yeah. you can't, that means that you. Yeah, it, it almost appears like you don't actually like them. Yeah. You just can't figure a way out of the relationship. And the problem was, the more that he expected it of me the more I didn't want to do it. Do you know? I, the, yeah, I mean, same, same, like, um, uh, like, uh, you know, like how I'm always saying, I don't like being told what to do. Yeah. I think any time I've been in a relationship and they've told me I've got to hug them more, that's just, <laughs> so that, like, childish part of my brain's going to go, prepare to get hugged less. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, this has been quite interesting because I feel like I'd never really... Uh, thought about this that much especially as in hindsight uh looking back this is probably something that if anything i feel like was one of my most obvious traits um yeah now now that i th really think about it this has always been a problem this has been something that's been brought up with me long before anyone suggested like this being on the spectrum to me i can remember this from like my very first ever relationship mm. way up until now and i can think about times in yeah just in general from a really young age not liking any sort of touch i remember being younger and obviously when you're a child you get touched more because you get picked up and yeah you like I hated it. I always hated it. Every time you cross the road, you got to hold someone's hand. Yeah. Oh my God. Like if there's one thing that I hated, it was that. I remember my sister trying to hold my hand to cross the road and I was so annoyed by it. And at the time, I didn't really understand why. And I'm sure my sister thought that I just didn't want to. I was the same. Yeah. But... I used to try and pull my like hand out of whoever's trying to hold my hand. Yeah. And then just try and run across the road. Yeah. Just try and wriggle away. And I'm <laughs> sure for my sister, it was just probably, oh, she's playing up. She's been naughty. But now that I think about it, it was the act of holding my hand. Had she have said, 
you've got across the road at the same time as me and we'll walk next to each other fine but as soon as you add that physical contact i think my parents figured that out quite early on now i swear i remember every time we've crossed the road they just make sure that i walk the same time as they walked they'd just be like okay go like do you know what I mean? yeah um but i think they realized that i didn't want to do the hand holding yeah. yeah. Oh, it's really interesting. It's, uh, it's kind of made me think. Yes, well, good. Good. That's that m- is the end of this episode. So you spend the rest of your time now having a good old think about this. Good old thing. I'm going to think about this. For don't us. you ever touch my face again. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to give people an idea <sighs> for it. Yeah, I'm all right. I've calmed down now. Yeah, yeah. you're over it. I'm finished raging about it. <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't that bad. But that's because at this point, I have got my hood up. So, like, you've got a bit of hood. Yeah, you you have, sort of. <laughs> it's like, from the start of the episode, you just started getting weirdly uh, defensive just from thinking about it. Your yeah. hood went up. You changed the way you were sat so that I feel like you were further away from me. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for everyone for listening. The Everyone, thanks for talking to us and uh, interacting on the Facebook page. I like that everyone's talking to each other. I've actually read some of them myself now. Yeah, yeah. Nikki's actually been doing reading. Yeah. I'm I've, so impressed. It's, it's, yeah, it was a struggle, but I've been reading. Um, and obviously, like, we've been commenting and we've started doing this thing now where we initial... So uh, we'll just end it with an N or an S, you know, which one of us actually read it because I've realised that when we reply, it just replies as them Asperger's. Uh, but yeah, it's them Asperger's on Facebook for anyone that's not on there yet or look up at them Asperger's for some reason. Uh, that's where it shows up. And feel free to post anything on there that you want to talk about or want us to talk about or want to ask people that are in the group now if they can help you with it because there's been a few people helping each other out on there, which is good. Yeah. Oh, um, if you if you want to join the group, just oh yeah, ask to a, join it. We'll, we'll accept you. Yeah, we've got a <laughs> private group as well on there just where people are talking. Um, I'm probably going to obviously share this podcast with the Facebook page, but then I'm going to put a question of what did everyone think of this episode? I think I might start doing that in the group to see if people can tell us what they actually think and get some feedback per episode. Yeah, that would be good because um, especially... With uh, burgers being burgers, if we do something that you find really irritating, I would love to know. Because yeah. when I listen back to it, I can't, I I don't listen back to it, if I'm honest. You I don't hate, like your own voice. I hate my own voice. Yeah. Um, but the few times I have, I noticed things that I do and say that are really irritating. So I've tried, I'm not going to say what it is because we're burgers and, well, so a lot of people that listen are burgers. And if I say it and then they start noticing it, it will be awful. So I won't say it. But there's something that I've done in previous episodes that I really tried this episode to not do at all. I uh, I know what you mean. I will listen because it's me that listens back to these first yeah. before they're posted. So I make sure that the audio has recorded fine and there's no weird dropouts or anything like that. So I know what you're talking about. I'll listen out for it and let you know if you did it. But I actually don't mind listening to my voice because my voice is audio gold. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> get the laugh Get the laughing out of your system so we can do the end of this. I'm sorry. It's overrun more than it normally does. Come on, pull it together. But yeah, thanks again for everyone listening. Thank uh, you. And we'll do uh somebody else's suggestion next week. 
Bye.